mind your forte. Live your forte. Uh, welcome to another Finding Your Forte episode and again just to give you a little insight if you haven't tuned into a previous episode Finding Your Forte is where I sit down with a range of people from different skills, backgrounds, talents and who may have even have businesses or who I just think are really dope um, sit down with them, have a really dope conversation, very introspective and really just kind of find out what their thoughts are on different aspects of their field but beyond it as well so essentially everything from business, life and everything in between but let me introduce our guest today. His name is Chike, but I'll give him the honours of introducing himself. Yo, yo, yo. Hello, everyone. Um, okay, so, yeah, I'm Chike. Um, and what do you do, Chike? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chike, and uh, what I do, um, I do a lot of media stuff. And when you're talking about media stuff, we're talking about videography, photography, all that stuff. That's just been my field from mm. when I've been young. Yeah. From when I was doing pr- productions on MSN. What was your production name? Ah, uh, it was... <laughs> uh, that's all mad, cuz. That's all mad. Um, yeah, we're not going to talk about that part. <laughs> Mine was CP Productions, isn't it? So that yeah, was see, like, that one's a nice see, one. See, that was alright. And it stuck with me since now, so... Alright, like, cool. But, um, yeah, I can't I can't even do that with my work, because, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's too tense. It's kind of like a past that... Much so I appreciate it. Yeah, the names didn't come to me as creative as, as yours. Yeah, so you went from doing Produckies. Yeah, as Produckies. It was known, known back then. Produckies. Do you know what I mean? MySpace yeah. layouts? I didn't do the oh, MySpace layouts. Oh, so you didn't do MySpace layouts? Nah, the oh. thing is, my friend was sick with the coding part. Mm. I... You see, that's not me. I just saw pictures and I edited them. Yeah, yeah. But then, like... So, yeah, I literally went from that to... Do you know what? I can't find the pictures I want to edit on Google. Let me get a camera and do it and do it myself. One of my closest friends that does like photography as mm-hmm. well, he showed me a lot of stuff to do. Mm. And so like yeah, I just learned myself, did photography, then went from there to videography, then started doing like flyers with well, doing flyers, doing like videos and, and like helping my friend out with his business and stuff okay. like that. And yeah, like think I just love visuals. Okay. I think that's what it is. I just love visuals. So anything to do with visuals, I'm here for it. So when you was working, like, you touched on, like, you know, your friends doing, you know, photography and whatnot. Yeah. Is it from really, really young, so, like, 15, 16, or is this kind of older? 15, 16. Yeah? Yeah, so it was, like, we're talking about productions, that's all secondary school. Yeah, yeah. So then, like, from productions to doing flyers, flyers is, like, uni... Yeah, uni, uni time, 18 yeah, plus kind yeah, of Yeah, 18 plus times, and then, like, my friend, he had, um, he started doing videography a lot, a lot earlier than me okay and then it was crazy because he was like uh i studied media mm. in college and then i like i also did media studies in like sixth form because mm-hmm. i went to sixth form got yeah. kicked out went to college but um yeah so i kind of understood like the the smart the the little the technical cuts. aspects yeah, yeah the technical aspects of it so he was like bro I need to do this video and I don't know what to film, how to film or anything. Yeah. It just was to film, mm-hmm. innit? So then like we went, I literally just thought everything off the top of my head, 
helped him out and then I thought this is actually kind of fun yeah and then he was kind of like yeah just come with me when I'm doing other videos and stuff like that so we kind of started working together mm. and then I, I feel like his business got his business was his own it wasn't mine so I just had to be like cool do what you're doing I'll give you tips on hearing them but he kind of understood everything he needed to do mm. anyway so it's like yeah let me do my own thing do you um, think he stole your skills or like not necessarily stole your skills but he took not in a bad way, but mm. he learned as much as he could from you and ran with it and then kind of left you to your own devices. Yeah, I think, because then, no, I think like we were both learning at mm. the same time because, but I feel like our field was different. So where he knew how to edit, I didn't know how to edit. Okay. But where he did, knew how to edit, I knew how to, like, all right, cool, do this walking, this, do this walking shot. Yeah. And then. What we're, what we're going to do is that we're going to film it like this mm. and then we're going to do another one like that. And then from there, and then I've already got the idea of how the whole thing's going to go yeah, in my yeah. head. And so from there, it's kind of like he started understanding, okay, this is what you need to do or these, these are the things you need to do. Mm. And so it's like he didn't need me to tell him. Mm. He was doing it himself. He could actually think of it himself and then like construct it to be done. Yeah. Which was like, cool, I'm happy for that. And I learned, and I learned how to edit. So it was like, he got something off me, I got something off him, kind of thing, so... So you still call blessed to this day? Yeah, man, that's, like, yeah. my brother, like, I always, I always even check up on him, see how he's doing, yeah. and stuff like that, and, like, he can always give me, he's always been giving me criti um, like, criticism, yeah. and I can always give him criticism, yeah. but we can always talk, like, what do you mean? I mean, do this, I don't like this, fine, yeah. do it, let's, how are we going to sort this out? And it's always been like that. So I can never, ever give him... But I don't ever have bad blood for him. I can never yeah. have bad blood So working with your friend and, like, kind of being so open to criticism. I mean, I don't... You notice it in some friendships, but in other friendships, some people can't take criticism. Nah. So in your case with your friend, when you, you're quite so receptive to getting criticism, was there ever an, an, a situation where you may have hit heads kind of thing, knocked heads kind of thing? Yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing. I feel like when we hit heads, we hit heads, but it wasn't a... I'm not talking to you for two days. Mm. It was like a, we'll get over it in a couple minutes. Yeah. It'll be an awkward silence. <laughs> and then, do you know what I mean? And yeah. I'll let it go. And uh, for me, I've, I value, so I value friendships. Yeah. Like if I've got a friendship, that's, I value it to the highest regard. Mm. And for me to end a friendship based on a disagreement, the disagreement needs to be a real big, like go against my morals. Yeah. Like, and even then, and even then, it's hard. I don't. I can forgive quite easily. Yeah. So because I can forgive quite easily, if if there's a little discretion, I'll get over it. Yeah. Even if I just have to say, let it go. It's not. It's not. Yeah, yeah, anyway. Yeah. And so, yeah, because of that, that I can take criticism, mm. and I feel like my friend can take criticism. But I've got friends that don't that can't take good criticism. Mm. So, what has been the hardest criticism that or the most difficult criticism you've had to take um i think it's i think it's when you're doing when you're doing media mm. and when you're working for people and like i worked at this at this basketball company mm -hmm. and like i used to film bare for them and then like they didn't understand for me i felt like they didn't understand what everyone's doing now yeah you know, they were very very set back in their ways mm. and so when i'm giving them ideas they used to shoot them down quick it's funny now because when i see it i see the stuff they're doing I'm like oh, i kind of yeah. told you that <laughs> i kind of told you that what three years ago yeah, yeah, yeah 
But you were the head of the game. Yeah, I mean, it's not even a thing to say like. I they that's what they got me there for, mm. but then they didn't want to listen because they were stuck in their ways. Yeah. So it's like fair enough, you're stuck in your ways. I can't force you, so if I can't force you, I might as well just leave. Yeah, no, that's true. And that's what it is. Very, 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 very stressful. So being in that kind of creative space, being in that media space, and you know, getting criticism, do you think it's more so in terms of like a clash of vision? Yeah. So yeah, do you find it hard to take on other people's visions? Yeah, I do. Um, I feel like that's why, I, like as much as I might do media, mm. I'm f- super selective, and a lot and a lot of people might be like, "Oh, but you're nowhere, you're nowhere where you want to be," yet, so you kind of have to take every every, every situation you mm. can. Mm, no, you don't <laughs> have to. Yeah. Like end of the day, if you are sort finding your way, and if you understand what you want to do. You don't have to take every single avenue because every single avenue will take you on so many different paths. Yeah, that's true. If you understand what you're, what you're, what you want to do, do it. Mm. Go as far as you can, and if you have to say no, don't be afraid to say no. I, I had to learn that the hard way, but I learned it, and I tell that to everyone. Like, don't. No is no. Mm. That's the worst thing someone can say, and no just means like no means no, isn't it? So, what's the job that you said yes to that you wish you said no to? Bear flies, <laughs> bear flies, bear video work as well. It's just like, is it because you didn't rate the artist or you didn't rate their vision of their of their music? I didn't rate the vision of their music. Like, I think like for me, music plays such a big part in my life. Mm. If I don't, if I don't understand what you're doing with it, mm. I kind of don't really want to be a part of it. And like that, I mean that in the most respective way, yeah. respected way as possible. Like, everyone else might like you. Mm. That's cool. Cater to them. But if I don't get it, don't come to me and, ex- yeah. and force me to get it because I just won't. That's fair. And you're just going to get angry with me because I don't get it. Do you feel like some people turn the creative to be quite robotic? So in a sense where, although there's this kind of typecasting and this kind of stigma around creative people mm. being in some type of way of like, oh, being very pretentious, pretentious. and very yeah. bougie sometimes yeah. in terms of what they do. But do you feel like some people fail to take into account that actually there's much more to a creative than that of them being bougie that you know they can't be robotic and keep visions transaction that's a transaction 400 percent, mate. 400 <laughs> percent. because the thing is yeah all right cool you do have a lot of creative people mm. that don't know what they're doing mm. and just want to say no because they feel like they want to say yes to everything that's already popping yeah they don't want to say no to the people that are not popping yeah that's there's there's a big difference in that. Mm-hmm. There's like those people that nah, I don't do anything. Bridging, you haven't done anything, <laughs> but you just you're just waiting for Jesus yeah. or for like Yeezy Corporation to yeah. come and holler at you. That virgin you to like virgin to catch your attention. Catch yeah, your attention like you're just them. waiting for that. Yeah. but you haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. That is pretentious, and that is not going to get you anywhere. Mm. I, what I was saying about having wanting to go away, I get that, mm. but sometimes you have to take little steps yeah and even if that means finding people that have not done anything yet and mm. being like yo let's do something together because mm. i see that vision and it's like what i want to do you're nobody i'm nobody but let's be nobodies together and yeah. work to something yeah. that is how you can build a better portfolio than just yeah man i'm i'm just gonna hang around everywhere and wait for kanye west to holler at me yeah. Regin, he might not holler at you and you're just going to be stuck. You're going to get old and then you're going to be talking about the stuff that you could have been doing. Yeah, no, that's true. I don't, I don't, I'm so scared of, be, I'm, that's one of my biggest fears. Like, 
having children and telling them, I I wanted to do this, I wanted yeah. to do that. Um, but how come you didn't, Daddy? Because I was waiting for... Yeah, it's true. I think, you know, time is of the essence, as they say, in a cliche way. Yeah, but man. I think when it comes to even my, my own thing, when I used to do um, productions and all that design stuff, mm. I think my biggest gripe was people expecting me to just churn out magic. Yeah. Like it was a transaction or yeah. just like something that you just think of instantaneously. Like I want X, Y, and Z, make it. Yeah. Well, I don't really like what X, Y, and Z is. A, B, and C makes more sense to me. Mm, mm. But then for them, you get into this conflict of what they want and what you want. So then for you, what kind of battles have you faced in terms of projects that you've done, in terms of finding that middle ground or finding that kind of... I've, I've faced a lot, of, a lot of battles. I've had just like lots of people just message me, yo, can you do this? Yeah. Cool. Like, would you... Do you have a small idea of what you want? Nah, just do it. Mm. What do you mean, just do it, bro? Like, I'm thinking, man, what do you mean, just do it? Yeah. Because I don't know you. Yeah. Like, I don't know anything. I haven't even had a conversation with you, but you're telling me to make you a logo that represents yourself. Mm. How does that work, bro? So because do you find it easier to work for friends then, considering that you know them better? So if they give you a project... Yeah, see, this is the thing. It's like, as much as your friends are your friends... I even find that hard because, mm. like I said, I value friendships high. So then when you mix business with friendships, it can go very, very sour mm. because essentially if you're paying me for a product. You're not talking to me as your friend. You're talking to me as as, as someone that can do something for you. Yeah, yeah. Two different people. Mm. Um, I've always said this to my friends. I'd rather them go to someone else than me at times. Mm. One, I might not be able to do it in time. Mm-hmm. Two... You're, you might be asking me to do it for free. And I don't know, like... I don't know, it all sounds bad, but I don't want to keep on doing lots of stuff for free. If you're asking yeah, me for a course. service, I don't want to keep on churning it out for free. Because, yeah. like you were saying, time is of something. Yeah. And a lot of people don't appreciate the time that they put in. And no, even friends, they don't appreciate it. They just know, oh, yeah, I, go, I know someone that does it. Yeah, you yeah. can do that. It's, that. it's that where it's the ones where it's like, oh, yeah, I know someone. And then they'll give your name to somebody else. Mm. And they think that because you're, you're friends with this person that you're going to do it for them. Yeah. When yeah. it's not really the case. That's not the case. Like, affiliation don't get you my service. Trust me. Trust no. me. If, I, if I'm my friend's Bridget, I'm yeah. not your Bridget. Yeah. So you need to come to me like it's a business. Like, mm, yeah, you need to come to me like, a, like it's a business. And that's what... I, that's kind of what I talk to my friends. Of, like, that's why I kind of tell my friends. It's just like... If I tell a lot of my friends, don't tell people I do what I do, mm. and I say that not even in a sense to try and to try and like, like make me not do any work, mm. but it's like there's certain people you don't need to tell them what I need to do because stuff that they might want, mm. I don't want to do it, and that's not a sense of me saying that you're beneath me. Mm. It's just saying that, bro, I I've got stuff that are on. I've got stuff I want to do that are so huge yeah. that, like, I've, unless we don't come to an understanding, I don't want to do it. Because mm. I don't want to waste your time the same way I don't want to waste my own time. Mm. And that's, that's a lot of situations that people deal with. Like, I proper came to that situation, I proper came to that understanding that, raw, I don't owe anyone anyone, mm. any, anyone anything. So for me to say no, they can be angry with me, but it's like, essentially, you ask me a question... And I gave you an answer. Yeah. And because you don't like the answer, don't mean you have to be angry at me. There's a reason why I said no. Yeah. I didn't say no because I'm being a prick. I said no because this is this is the reason why I don't want to do it. Yeah. 
And sometimes you just have to accept it. You have to understand it. Like not everyone's on your side, mm-hmm. and okay. not everyone, and not everyone understands you. It's true. Like even when I'm when I've done certain projects as well, I think expectations is one thing where you you kind of learn either to adjust them or to just not have them whatsoever. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. it's more so the latter now where you just feel like you know what, I'm gonna keep no expectations of others, and in reciprocation, I hope they keep no expectation of me. Yeah, and at least that way, there's no debt to either of us. Trust me, trust me. Like that's that's kind of like my mantra. Mm. It's and it it saves you on a lot of grief. It's even around friends as well. Yeah, like and relationships. And Any sign of relationship. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because you can once you start expecting people to do stuff. Humans are are at fault. Mm. Humans are not perfect. Humans have got lives. Humans mm. got lives that that unlucky stuff happen happen to them. Yeah, circumstances. Circumstances get in the way, and when circumstances get in the way, I am now angry at you because something that you can't control yeah. happened, but I expected you to do it. Yeah. And then now there's bad blood, and it's all to do stuff that we both couldn't control. Mm-hmm. End of the day, you can't control everything, and I feel like a lot of people that try to control their life too to the T, they're the ones that get more frustrated with life and end up trying to get more depressed. It's funny you say that because I was at that point where I wanted, I've always been the kind of person where I like to assess the variables, I Mm. like to assess the outcomes and feel like if I control X, Y and Z, then A, B and C outcome could happen. But life don't work like that. You never know when you're going to get that curveball, you never know when something might come in the way, like money might just dry up or whatever may be the case. Mm -hmm. And I think, I even reached that point where I had to humble myself. I think having that kind of moment of rejection or that moment of failure, that humbled me. Mm. And I was like, okay, I need to reassess how I view things now. Because if I now view things where I'm expecting a direct outcome because I took X, Y, Z step, it's not always going to be like that. And it's not until you get to that kind of mind space of peace. I think it's like being at peace within the present rather than a prisoner to the future. Yes. That was wicked, mate. You need to write a book or something, bro. That, that was a very, very strong quote. We'll say we've got it documented, aren't it? So yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you love these, that. Are the, these are the future books. I you love see that. it. These I are the future that. books. Yeah, like, what you said, that is a very, very good quote because I feel like a lot of people are so scared of just living mm-hmm. that they need to be in. They're so scared of what could happen yeah. that they don't live. Mm-hmm. And then because of that, they haven't lived and now they're just going through time not yeah. living because they're trying to assess situations that they can't be can't take control of. Yeah. Even with like funny enough, even with this podcast, like for a time it was like soon come, soon mm-hmm. come, soon mm-hmm. come and I was like soon ain't soon ain't coming. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I need to do it and then that way I've got something to measure myself by. Mate, I had a vlog. I had a little blog idea. Yeah. This was before because before like when I was on Twitter, I used to follow a lot of music bloggers. Mm. And so because I used to follow a lot of music bloggers, I used to get music before anyone. Yeah. Well, not anyone. You was in the before. loop kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah for yeah. like, within my peers, I've always been the one to get yeah, the music. Yeah, yeah, get exclusive music quickly. Yeah. And so I was thinking, nah, maybe I should just do a blog. But this was at the time where lots of blogs came out. And this is like, like around like soul culture and whatnot and yes, grape, grape juice and stuff. Yes, right, yes, cool. around those times. Yeah. And it's like, I was getting that, I was getting songs before they was getting it. Mm. So it's like, people's coming to me, 
oh, have you got the latest albums? The, yeah, because I had you it. was the plug. Yeah, I was the plug. Yeah. And then I thought, let me just do a blog. Coming soon, coming soon, coming soon. Unfortunate stuff happened to me in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, just everything just got stressful. Mm-hmm. Didn't do it. I needed a better camera. Alright, cool. Got the camera now. Coming soon, coming soon. Didn't do it. And like, I proper got into a thing where my friends are asking me, when are you doing it? When yeah. are you doing it? When are you doing it? I think that's the biggest pressure when they're like, when's it coming? Yeah. It's like they're kind of keeping you accountable. Yeah. And you're like, okay, now there's pressure. Yeah. Mm. And it's, it's, it was pressure I ran away from. Mm. Like, I was at at corn, so I'm going to do it because I wanted to look sick. Mm. And every time I wanted to look sick, I had better ideas, but I just didn't have the funds or didn't have the means yeah. to do it. So I just didn't do it. And even now, like, I've still got thoughts of doing it. Mm-hmm. But now I can't say coming soon because mm-hmm. I need to just do it yeah. instead of saying coming just soon. Just drop it. And, and then it. just drop it. Yeah. And then once it's there, it will speak for itself. This is true. And that's what I've also tried, I've also learned to understand with life. Like, sometimes just, like, you honestly just have to do it. Yeah. You can't, the thing, the one thing that I learned was like, I need to stop chasing perfect on the yeah. first attempt. Yes, yes. You know, yeah. like, the way I looked at it is, Everything's a work in progress, the same way I am as a person. Mm-hmm. So any project I'm doing, it's naturally going to improve. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you're looking to go perfect, the only way is down after that. Yeah, 100%. So, I mean, you can't improve on perfect. You can't improve. On so perfect. if you're looking to improve what you're doing and improve yourself, as soon as you drop it, you can, you've got that acid test and you know where, where it can go. Mm. And then, for me, it was kind of learning about different people and different projects, like... A lot of projects I realised, or a lot of ventures, didn't have their breakthrough point until 12 to 18 months after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the first 12 to 18 months is the hard slog where you're doing videos or you're doing blog posts that maybe getting 15, 20, 30. Yeah. Not many. But then you have that one post that That blows. And then that from there, that's when you get that traction. Yeah. You know, everyone wants that. People look at, say, for example, Stormzy, for example. And they say that, oh, yeah, my man only popped in a year or two. Like, oh, it's amazing, this, that, other. But you look at his videos from 2012. He was putting in work. And then you look at where he got to 2014. And then you look from 2014 to 2016. Yeah, the trajectory from 2014 to 2016 has been inexplicable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But from 2012 to 2014 is where my man did a lot of work. hard work. Yeah, yeah. Like, I get, like, I think someone was telling me about um, hard work will always be talent. Yeah, and I feel like I don't think he said it like that, but that's why that's what I kind of got from it. Like, yeah. I feel like you've I see a lot of people that put in graphs, and I'll be like, "What are they doing?" Before I was like, "What are they doing?" And even like yeah. that sick. So why is everyone showing it? They was putting in the work. Yeah. You've got talented people out there that are lazy and complacent and complacent, and I I'm one of them. I'm one of them. So. I'm I I'm speaking like I I see a lot of people yeah they don't deserve it no they do yeah. they do and you can't speak ill of people that put in hard work yeah. even if they're stealing ideas even if they're just like they're just coming up with whatever's new mm. what or whatever's in trend now whatever they're doing if they're putting in the hard work it will pay off quicker mm-hmm. than someone that's talented because if that talent don't come with hard work it's just going to be sitting there and you are going to be that person telling people yeah. I had this idea. Yeah, I should have done yeah, this. Or like, done oh, this. you know, I thought that time ago, and then yeah, like the one, the fight. I think the most, I'm not the most frustrating thing, but the most things that woke me up the most is kind of seeing 
someone else do your idea that don't even know you. That don't even know, yeah. Because then yeah. it makes you think, well, my idea was, and I thought this idea two years ago, so it took you two years to catch up, man, but then to do it quicker than me. Yeah. So yeah. what was I doing for what two years? You do- yeah. And, you know, and then when you see the, the praise and the response that it gets, you're thinking, wow, that could have been mine exactly. two years ago. Like, that's always, that's been me a lot of times. And that's why I tell a lot of people, you can't be angry if someone takes your idea and just does it. Yeah. You, and you, you can't be angry at someone that's doing something. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You can't be angry. Like, oh, what's that? I had a thought in my head. But, um, yeah, anyway, if it comes back, it comes back. But, yeah, like, you just can't be angry at that. Because at the end of the day... You're like you're not doing it, mm. and one thing I've also thought of like someone that could, if you can think of a lot of ideas, it's better to just churn them out quickly. Yep. Because don't be afraid of churning them out because you'll always come up with better mm. ideas. Mm. I think there was one well something I read or I think something I watched and it was like there's two types of people, people who are great at thinking of ideas, and then there's those that are great facilitating those ideas yeah, in yeah. terms of like bringing those ideas to life. Yeah. And a match made in heaven is when you can find someone who's great at ideas, but then someone who can then manage those ideas and bring them to life. They're not yeah. going to be the create, most creative person, no. but they've got that acumen where they're like, okay, this idea needs X, Y, Z to happen. This is what you need to do. Yeah. And then that idea can manifest them to be an actual physical thing. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? And That's I think a lot of people can't have it, can't be both. No. They're one or the other. No, so then you find someone to, to facilitate. That's... that's, that's Oh yeah, that's kind of like since I've since I've just tried to understand the world and everything. It's like even like when you talk about chasing percep that like, perfection, mm-hmm. I feel like that is a that is a flawed process. Like, the whole idea of perfection is flawed to me. Of course it is. Like nothing's perfect. I this this is my view and this is kind of my philosophical view. Right? I was saying that we're born perfect and the world makes us flawed. It makes you flawed. I can, I can agree with that. I was like, the day we're born is when we're born perfect mm. because we've got nothing of this world that is affecting yeah, us. Yeah. But then as we grow up in this world, that is when we become flawed and imperfect. But then we're trying to chase that born born that state. Born state, Probably yeah. that's why they call it they want to be born again. They want to be born, yeah. Yeah, because I guess that's like your most natural yeah. form. Like, yeah, you don't know it. That's, that's, that's pretty... That's, that's how pretty I kind dope. of look at it because... Reality is that, and per- perfect's a fallacy when you really think about it, mm-hmm. as you are at this age right now because and it's percep and um it's diff it's relative. Mm-hmm. What I might think is perfect might be different to what you think then is perfect. So with then, it being relative, therefore nullifies its perfection as well. There you go. So that's why that when people talk about being perfectionist and all that, I was I went to um I went to a conference and they were talking about it mm. and just like I was I said I told I said asked a question basically saying asking them like I like to be perf- like what would you say to a perfectionist and mm. they said I don't believe in perfect in being a perfectionist because mm. perfection is flawed it made me think like what do you mean Rod? like I I can make things and I make it sick to a T then I started thinking nah because I look at old stuff and I'm thinking wow but I used to think that was sick that is air to me now mm-hmm. look at the problems there look at the problems there look at the problems there and um yeah, so because of that, you just start realising that it's all a perception. Mm-hmm. It's like what I think is perfect or how I think the world runs is totally different to how you might think the world mm-hmm. runs. And so the whole idea of of like reality is, is all in your head. Yeah, no, definitely. How do you think like perception and how you brand yourself 
plays a part because ultimately brand is a perception yeah. but then with branding being so important how have you managed your own perception of yourself because um, obviously you don't exist in it that you know yeah, yeah. for a long yeah. while you didn't you didn't exist yeah, yeah. You're a glitch, uh, yeah. as we basically. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, like, no, but like the whole branding thing is even is even a thing. Like, a proper, a proper went to the mountains. There was a time when uh, my life was stressing. Like, when I tell you stress, what was the cause of that stress? If it's not too personal, to it was like, it was wanting to do what I wanted to do, and not working. So trying to find ways to facilitate myself while not working and still trying to pursue my dreams so in a sense where how are you funding your dreams yes and i was broke yeah and when i was broke i was broke for time yeah like i was broke like if i was talking to a girl and they could have been like yeah can you come let's go out to eat next week that day i tell i'll tell her listen Oh, do you know what? I just need to paint my house. Like, the boiler's <laughs> not working. Like, any excuse, yeah? yeah. So I couldn't do it because I just didn't, ha- just didn't have money. Mm. And, like... Did you think they wouldn't rate you if you told them the truth? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Like, that was me. Like, mm. as a guy, that whole idea of a man should be able to look after mm. themselves. And, and, like, it made me realise... And plus, the fact that women, they need someone to... They need to have that idea of a guy can take control of them. And yeah. When I say take control of them, look after them. Yeah, of like, course. Having said, like, have his own sense of autonomy and his own sense of being able to be self-sufficient. Yeah. So, therefore, they're not dependent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, a yeah. Weird, it's a weird one. It's weird. Yeah. It's like, because obviously you've got these all, um, all the women independent kind of girls, but essentially, a lot of girls want a guy that knows, okay, I know how to sort my... I know how to look after myself. Yeah. And I know how I know how I can look after you as well. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to worry. Mm. Girls don't like to worry. It's true. Girls but then worry they don't have to stress you out, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they do know how to stress you out, but it's weird it's like they they stress you out, but they always know at the back of their head this guy's got me. Yeah. And if you don't believe that in yourself, I don't want to. I don't want even want to show myself yeah. to people. Like the whole idea of perception is deep for me because a lot of people wouldn't have known that mm. and that's just how i how i show myself so how do you think people perceive you and how do you want to be perceived um i think perception is a, is a cool thing because i don't feel like you can con- but no i feel like you can control other people's perceptions of you but essentially whatever they think of you mm. is what they will think of you yeah no matter how you portray yourself yeah. like you can be all happy saying hi to everyone there'll be that one person thinking why is he always happy he's why happy. is he always smiling yeah why is he always smiling for he yeah. seems like a shifty type of guy yeah, like, yeah. Why? <laughs> no one's always that happy mm. but nah I'm smiling because I want to look like I'm happy mm. nah no one's always that, no one's always that happy so there's something about him mm. or you go with screw face that guy's got screw face he's got problems yeah. I could have a screw face because that's just I just don't want to smile. Yeah. I don't want to smile to everyone. Not when it's when I'm not happy. I don't want to smile. Mm. That's why I got a screw face. Not because life is crap, but it's just I don't want to smile. I think I'm sometimes I think a lot of people can get into caught into that trap of thinking that people are binary, so they're mm. one and the other, mm. and that there's not this kind of spectrum 
of who they who to who they are. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. One day you cold, cold. exactly. Yeah. But you can never be lukewarm. You can never be lukewarm. You, know what I mean? yeah, you can never yeah, be yeah. just a running tap where you're not that cold, where yeah, you're not that reliable, yeah, 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 that government true. juice kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying, but it's them kind of things. But no, nah, I get you. But, yeah, it's like so for now nowadays I've stopped caring, and I feel like when I've stopped caring about what people think of me, mm. I've been at more at peace with myself because I've got morals and I've got a way of thinking of life mm-hmm. and for me to keep on or for me to hope I hope this guy doesn't like me I hope this guy likes me I hope this girl likes me I hope this person likes me I hope my next interview is going to like me mm. it's like no I just need to be myself and like yourself and like yourself and if you work for them they'll take you in yeah. if you, if they if you don't work for them they won't take you in mm-hmm. and you just got to accept that yeah. like rejection is is a proper big thing I think it's a life lesson it's a life lesson Mm. and for you to get so caught up in rejection it only does worse than good Mm. you just need to take it as a whole and be like cool cool alright that girl didn't like me that's fine that doesn't mean that you're the ugliest person in the world it just means that that girl didn't like you do you know what I mean Uh, that interviewer didn't didn't want me fine that doesn't mean that you're crap at what you do Mm. it just means that for that job Someone's better than you, so you need to get better. That's all. And when you start understanding that, you'll be a lot more at peace with situations when they come mm. your way. You won't, you won't, they won't like take over your mind and won't put you in a depression state. Mm. That's what it was doing to me. Like before I started, before I cared a lot, on Instagram I would post pictures making myself look as cool yeah. as possible. Like, I don't do that as much anymore. Because you don't care. Because I don't care. Mm. If I'm doing it, it's a visual. Yeah, I, I, when I say I don't care, I don't care if people think good or people think bad. Mm. I just want people to think. Yeah. Like, think for yourself. If I put up a picture, I'm putting a picture because I think that picture is dope. Mm. I don't want everyone to see it. If you don't think it's dope, that's fine. Mm. That's your opinion. I can't be angry at your opinion. You ain't got a double tap. Exactly. <laughs> that, exactly. Yeah. That's it. And I'm a lot more at peace with it. Like, I don't care about my life. <laughs> I guess you, I guess you call it the things. fuck it point. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. you reach that fuck it point. Yeah, like do you know what? I just don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like I've even had to say that to some of my friends, where it's like, when I've gone through certain episodes where I went through and like just situation a few months ago, and it's like, people were like, oh, like female friends in particular, oh, you don't call me, yeah. or mm. how comes you don't talk to me? You don't open to me. And I was yeah. like, quite frankly, I don't really care for people right now. Yeah, and I don't really care to talk. Yeah, not necessarily to you, but mm. to people, and they're like, oh. What you trying to say? And I was like, nothing beyond to what I've just what said. What I've just said, yeah. You know, there's there's no context, yeah. there's no further Mate. to it. And Mate. I think it's that when you reach that fuck it point, again, you do get to that peace within yourself because you realise that you've broken the perception within yourself. Yeah, no, 100%. You've broken that, that kind of chain that was holding you to everyone else and now you're kind of free to roam. To roam, yeah. Just to roam. Like, because, yeah, when I was in, like, my bad place, mm. also... When I was used to try and be cool, go out to all the places and everything, it was all cool until I got broke. And when I was broke, not everyone hollered at you like the same. This or everyone just don't pop up mm-hmm. all the time. Like, I would, I know so much people. When I was in that space, I know the people that text me. Hope yeah. you're well. Yeah. Hope you're good. Let's do something. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. And those people, I'm always going to have, like, they're always going to be close to my heart because of that. This is but true. I don't, I'm not angry at everyone else mm. because they don't need to look after me. 
I need to look after myself. Yeah. But I just know what it is with people. Mm-hmm. When I'm saying that, it's not like, rah, that means I hate everyone. Nah, just means that like you liked me for that. You've got a great understanding of what people gravitate towards. Exactly. And you're just acceptive of that. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not, like, because that, that's the same for me. I, I don't know what everyone's going through and mm-hmm. I can't be there for everyone. But what I can say is that when you need me, I'm there. Mm-hmm. But essentially... You can't be angry at me because I'm still trying to live my life. Mm. Same way other people are trying to live their life. I can't expect them to just be like, Chike, should, I, I need to check out Chike. I need to check the yeah. for Chike. Nah, Bridget. There's no expectation. There's no that. expectation. And th- this is when all of these stuff popped up. Yeah. So it's like, if I am doing well, I'm still going to chill with everyone else. Yeah. I just know that there's certain people that's, that's got me. And there's certain people yeah. that's like, do you know what? when time gets better or whatever, I'm always going to remember you for anything that you need. Mm-hmm. I'm quite a given person, so that's going to be... Mm-hmm. They're going to... Listen, I don't need to tell them who they are. They just know who they mm-hmm. are, innit? And then that's what it is. It's funny. It's like, one thing I realise is that everyone likes interesting people, mm. but the people that matter are that still find you interesting when you don't find yourself interesting. Yeah. It's that point here where you think, not necessarily less of yourself, but you feel like, you're not as interesting, but people still take an interest in you. Yeah. Those are the ones yeah, that have got, have seen something in you that you need to kind of see in yourself. See in yourself, yeah. You know what I mean? So, it's that those people that only see that you're, when you're interesting, when you're popping, or when you think you're interesting, it's like, all right, cool. Yeah, like, it gravitates to like, but mm. they, they're only in it for the, for the perception. They're only yes. in it for what you're presenting. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. more to them what you present. Which is fine, you know. Which is fine because, like I said, you're pre- you're presenting it to them, but at the same time, like you said, you can only really, really care for those people that are like, now nah, I'm interested in you, but I I want to know more. Yeah. Like I need to know more. This is true. Do you know what? I need to know why you 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 move like that. Why you act like mm-hmm. that? And I'm here to help you out. Mm-hmm. Or I need it for myself. Mm-hmm. So because I need it for myself, I'm gonna be around you even at your darkest times, because there's something about you that I like, because I need it for myself, mm. which is fine. We're here to be used. Yeah. Like, people are here to be used. All these people that are scared to be used by people. What do you mean? If you're not here to be used, you're useless. You got that from that Kanye record, didn't yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had that. I had that. That's an old book as well. Yeah, that's that's an old, I had the book as well. Old, yeah, yeah, the book is sick. <laughs> But like when I that was that's a bar though. How many times I've dropped that line? Yeah, you like know, if you're not used, you're useless. useless. Like, at the end of the day, someone's here. Someone messages me, "Hey, GK, I need a flyer." Yeah, I can't be angry at you mm. if you don't holler at me. You ain't, you ain't seen how I am. You didn't know that yeah. I'm dealing with this. Nah, Bridge, and you need a flyer. So yeah. come to me because I do flyers. Mm. That is fine. Like those kind of things are fine mm. for me, innit? Like I understand that. And I feel like it makes you a better person when you know that people want you yeah. because of because of what you're uh, what you're able to do. The reality is, is that looking going onto that kind of use concept, it's like, I think when I was younger, it's like, oh, people only want me for X, Y, and Z, or like yeah. they only want me for tech skills, or they only want me for you know conversation, yeah. this that number. But then I reached a point in my life where I realized a lot of my friendships are based on the necessity of use. Yeah. And without that use, we probably wouldn't have a friendship. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. do you know what? I'm okay with that. Because yeah. do you know what? You're still a decent person. And I'm glad that I'm putting some usefulness into this world. Mm. Even if it doesn't necessarily tran- conspire into me getting riches from that or something reciprocated, 
I'm glad I've put something into this world. Yeah. You know, it's my good deed today, it's my reward for tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, yeah. That's yeah, always yeah. been my philosophy of life. If I can do a good deed today, the fact that I can experience it tomorrow is my reward. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hear that. I hear that. This is the thing. It's like, that's deep, man. Yeah. The thing is, like, yeah, it's just, I, I, I appreciate life the way it is. Like, yeah. I appreciate the goods and I appreciate the bads. And, like, with stuff in life, with, like, the whole media stuff yeah. and what I want to do in life, I just know, okay, take the good with the bad and the bad with the good. Understand that they both exist and they yeah. both need to exist. And then you just work with it. Yeah. You just work with it. And, like, the stuff that I'm going, that, that I want to put out and the stuff that I want to do for myself, mm. because of this new mind state, I can do, I can do them stuff. And you're not bound to anything. Yeah. I think there's two ways you can look at a project. And I kind of see it as, and I told this to, I've said this probably before to a lot, another person, but you either do it for documentation or you do it for promotion. Yeah. Either promotion of yourself or you document it to say that at least I did it. At least I did it. Yeah. And I think, granted, you should be good at goal setting, but at the same time, if you do something freely and you do it because you enjoy doing it, you're more likely to create something that's much more... Genuine. Genuine and authentic. Yeah. And that way, it will probably reach a lot more people. You know, like that random person that might have drawn something and just posted it. Mm. And it's like, oh my God, this is the best piece of work I've seen. Yeah. Their intention may have not been to get that attention, yeah. but now they've got that attention. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's that kind of thing. That It's all about kind of, a lot of the things that go viral for even, they didn't intend to go viral. They of were just posted. They it. just got posted. Exactly. And the thing is, it's, it's, it's weird now, though, because I feel like back in the day it was a lot more genuine, but now it's less genuine. In what sense? Like, before people knew that you can make so much money from YouTube, they was doing it mm. on YouTube because it was YouTube. This is true. It's funny how like everyone says, like, I want to be the next Jamal Edwards, before there was yeah. no Jamal Edwards, or there wasn't a before yeah. Jamal Edwards kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? And For me, I'm happy with what that guy did, but yeah. he wasn't... He wasn't the, only videographer yeah, out there it's true he's just the one that got big so happy to get really exactly first mover advantage kind of thing yeah there yeah. you go and it's like now you get scared because you do see a lot of genuine stuff yeah. and people do know oh i'm gonna get paid but that's that's not why i'm doing it to mm. get paid i'm just doing it because it's fun yeah but then you're also getting people like no this is gonna make me money so let me do it and like, so what do you think your motivation should be behind things? I think your motiva- I think personally, your motivation should do should be at first. I'm doing it because I like to do it because I want to do it. Okay. And then second should be mo- like monetary mm. gain, because essentially, if you do something you love, the money will come for it. The money will come with it. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's weird. It's weird. I guess it's that you do need money to live. You need, I think it's the haves to the wants. You yeah, know, you need yeah. to have money to do what to you do want. To do what you want, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, even when you was going back to kind of like your blog stuff, you felt like you needed to have a camera mm. in order to have the right tools in order to present your work the best. There are going to be investments along the way yeah. that you're going to have to make. So you're going to need money and sometimes you're going to have to do things to get that money to do what you want to do. Mm. And I feel like some people... I think I was tweeting about it not too long ago, it's like how everyone um, romanticises the five to nine and wants to demonise the nine to five. Nine to fives, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I, when I saw that, yeah. I saw that and I, I agree with that in a sense. So I'm, I'm here for the five to nines yeah. 
everyone has a five to nine, and I think not everyone has a five to nine, but a lot of people do have a five to nine, mm. and they fund it by doing a nine to five. Yeah. But then those that kind of look down on those that do a nine to five, because those that don't, it's like, well, how do you not know that they're funding something outside of it? Yeah, but the thing is, you see, but the thing about Twitter, because I saw that conversation yeah. pop up on Twitter, and Twitter is a very, very belittling and and. Power, I think it's very hungry. feral at times. It's very yeah. feral at times yeah. in the sense where I think when you put a group of people anywhere, yeah, even if they're not bound by a box, they'll put themselves they'll put in, themselves a, cage in, in, a, in a, cage. a cage anyway. And then there becomes hierarchy. Yeah. There becomes hierarchy anywhere. Yep. You can't, no one is just, no one feels equal. A lot of people don't feel equal to no, them. Do you know what the funny thing is? is you know how like everyone strives for equality? Yeah. No one wants to be equal. No one wants, this is the thing. This is the thing. Like I have a friend here yeah, named James Osara, and he was and he goes on about an idea of self interest mm-hmm. and um called egoism mm-hmm. and like he's very very he's very very when he believes something he believes like, I've known this guy from church yeah yeah and when he was in church he was in church he's like an evangelical kind of person yes. he's got that evangelical mentality yes yeah and um. It's weird because he came to me about it, but this was something that I've been thinking about when I was in my, my dark times mm. and just that whole idea of self-interest. Mm. And what you were saying about equality, it's mm. like equality only works well if that's within everyone's self-interest. I agree. And so, for instance, like with the Black Lives Matter thing, mm. Black Lives Matter, cool. I'm a black guy, I feel like black lives matter, mm. but to a certain white person that feels like white lives matter more, mm. that's their self-interest. Mm. I might think that they're wrong. Mm. I do think that they're wrong, but this is I, I need to now tell them why it's in their self-interest for them to agree with me, yeah. as opposed to it being in their self-interest for them to be wrong. Does that make sense? Yeah, it completely makes sense. I think that whole concept of self-interest, particularly with that example, makes absolute sense in the sense where they've got a perception and a lens that is different to yours. Yeah. And their experience is different to yours. So yeah. Ultimately, I think everyone orbits around their self-interest. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. You know, but at the same time, I think there just needs to be a line of empathy between two people's self-interest. 100%. And I think that's just what it is. Yes, because that line of empathy stops you from taking the piss out of something. Yep. And that's what, and that's what, that's what causes a lot of arguments. Mm-hmm. I don't want to understand you, so now I'm going to take the piss out of you. Because mm-hmm. I don't understand you, you're stupid, yeah. you're a fool, or why are you so dumb, your mother never raised you right. Yeah. What? It's crazy. Now you're, now you're being disrespectful to yeah. me over an opinion that I have. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. And I've, like, I've always now, when it comes to arguments, I'm not here to attack you mm-hmm. for, not, for not agreeing with me. I'm just here to tell you my opinion and you to tell me your opinion. I can tell you this is why I think your opinion is wrong. You can tell me this is why you think my opinion is wrong and then we go from there. Mm-hmm. That's it. When it comes to, yeah, but your mum, that's that's two different, you're, you're taking it two different levels. Yeah, and that's what I see in a lot of social media. I see like two ideas like collide with each other mm-hmm. but in between them colliding there's disrespect. Yeah. There's this is how you look. Why do you look like this? Why do you and that's where the whole hierarchy thing comes from. This is true. Because a lot of people feel like I'm better than everyone. Mm-hmm. Or 
they might not say it or they might not subconsciously they think that they're better than a lot of people mm-hmm. my job I, I earn more than you so I essentially I'm better than you mm-hmm. a lot of people that earn nine to fives are now or around my age range are like earning what are earning good good money yeah of course and because they're earning good, good money, a lot of people that are still struggling and doing them five to nines and still trying to fund money to do themselves, them are struggling. So now those people that are doing the nine to fives, earning good money, that went to uni and then did the whole degree yeah. and they've done the career path. They've done the career path. Now they're looking down at them thinking, haha, I own more money than you. Yeah. So what you're doing is stupid. Yeah. And then you've got the five to nines thinking, yeah, but I'm more free than you. So yeah. you're the stupid one. Yeah. And then there's a collide, which is healthy. Mm. But then when it comes to, oh, yeah, but you're stupid for what you do, that's not fair. Mm. You can't say you're stupid for what you do, because I'm not stupid. I have an idea. Yeah, it's different paths, and I know where I want to go. We're not going the same place. Mm. So you can't call me stupid for for what I'm doing, because this is the path that I need to get to. Mm -hmm. That's the path you need to go to, and I'm not mad at that. And that's where, it should be about peace, man. Just yeah. always should be about peace. I agree. I think the one thing that I noticed, particularly with like those that are nine to five and the five and the five to nine, but more so in the business space, mm. so more in the entrepreneurial space, is yeah. that like oh, that whole mantra of I want to be my own boss. Mm. You know, I don't want to work for no one. Mm. If I'm gonna do a nine to five, it's for myself, brethren. If you're working for yourself, you're not doing a nine to five. Yeah. You ain't getting you ain't getting paid weekends. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're not getting paid leave this year. That's no, true. And it's true. Those things that a lot of people seem to negate when they romanticize being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Like I've seen within my own family how people, my cousins, my uncles, waking up five a.m. to get that six a.m. newspaper delivery to mm-hmm. open up the corner shop. Yes, mm-hmm. Indians own corner shops. Mm-hmm. The, the myth is true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at seven a.m. Yeah. You know, closing the shop at seven p.m. My grandmother looking after my cousins and looking after me. Because my auntie's still working in the shop. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of things, a lot of sacrifice, man. Now they're in a good yeah, position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? But there's a big slog that they've had to do, which not a lot, of people, lot of people talk about. Not a lot of people talk about. Yeah. And it's that, it's that same very reason that some of my cousins have seen that news agent slog or that family business slog, like, no, nah, I can't do this. I need a nine to five. Because they like the structure. Mm. They like that free time. They may not be as free as you, mm. as you may think you are, mm. but they're free in the sense where at least they've got structure. They've got Saturday, Sunday to themselves and they've got the evening to themselves. Yeah. And that's peace to some people. That is peace. Listen, like, nine to five jobs doesn't mean you're working like a robot all the time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're doing what you like. Mm-hmm. And even if that means looking at numbers and, like, like accounting. Yeah. Can't do, a, like, when you're doing accounting, that's maths. Yeah, See me, true. I can't do maths. Mm-hmm. Some people enjoy maths. Let them do maths and let them, and that would mean they have to do a nine to five to do something that they love. Yeah. That's, that is fine. There's, not, there's nothing wrong about doing what you do just as long as you do it. Because I've seen, like you're saying, I, I've got a friend that works for himself and the amount of money that he makes might be good, but there's sometimes that he can be struggling. Like, mm-hmm. I've done freelance as well. Like, mm-hmm. there's, there's months when you're... you're what is being sm- freelance like anyway? Like, what is your experience of being freelance like? What my experience is of being freelance is it's good when you're up but it's really bad when you're down understandable but in a sense of like finding jobs or like how do you how are freelancers treated freelancers are treated like you could be here today and gone tomorrow mm. in any workplace um 
you need to have a good network. Mm. Like, me going to freelance, I did it prematurely. And so I suffered. How did you greatly. say? Because I, I didn't have jobs lined up. Like, my brother, he does freelance now. Mm. But his path is different. Like, he does web design, right? And he went to uni. And yeah. he's got a degree. And he's worked in one of the biggest agencies in mm. London doing web design. Yeah. So then when he left freelance... He's got so much links in so much agencies from people that's left that's been like, well, this place has got a job for you. Go to that place. If this place has got a job for you. Go to that place. So then when he left his job, he got a six-month contract yeah. doing freelance. And then after that six-month contract, he went somewhere else that's and funny. got another six months. Yeah. So then the money he was caking in is ridiculous. Mm. But it's because he had that steady flow of mm. jobs coming through, which he could do that so easily. When you don't have that steady flow of jobs coming through, that is, all right, you've got a big chunk of money this month, yeah. but that that same chunk of money, you need to survive for another couple months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to make your money stretch, stretch. longer because you never know. Yeah, because you never pay. know. And that's what, that's the risky bit about freelance. Mm. But then freelance is better because you essentially work for yourself. Mm. Like, and, like, and it's more, more lucrative because... Yeah. As much as you may be disposable to a company, they know you that your time is worth so much more. Yeah. But yeah. then, because the expectation for you to produce within that time is much greater. It's much greater. So. And yeah, so, like, don't get it twisted. You can do freelance, but then they can cut off your contract the next day. Mm. Like, you can be like thinking, raw, like, I'm, I'm making this amount of money tomorrow. They'll be like, yeah, we don't need you anymore. Yeah. It's like my boy Dante said on one of the previous podcasts, he was like, they can drop you any minute. It's like, yeah. as soon as the budget runs out, that's want, it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. You're the first one getting cold. Yeah, so then the whole safety of when you're working a nine-to-five and you know you've got this contract and they can't just cut you off because of budget. And there's processes. And there's processes that some people feel more safe to that. Mm -hmm. Listen, mate, like, live your life. Live Mm. your life. There's there's so much ways and avenues of making money. You shouldn't look down at another person for how they're making their money towards you making your money Mm. like if it's two different paths then it's two different paths Mm. like yeah man it's 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 a lot how did you kind of when you was doing the whole freelancing thing you mentioned on like networking and like have the importance of a network Mm. were you the best at networking or like were you how was your networking i was the best but when it comes to net no i was (laughs) <laughs> was the best now. Like, he was the best man. He was the I best was, man. I was, I was, no, I, I did. He was out man. He was out man. I was out here. Now, the thing is, yeah, I networked quite well because some of the friends I know and what they're doing is pretty amazing mm-hmm. from where I've seen them come from. Um, then I was just lucky to be in the right circles. Mm-hmm. But then when I did freelance, I started doing freelances, freelancing for like, business like corporate companies mm. and I was always dealing with the urban company the urban people okay. and um, I didn't want to work with urban people anymore why um, as urban as I am because I felt like as much as I wanted to help them they didn't help themselves which also put me at a bad advantage just to live my life mm-hmm. I mean that by okay Ah, uh, Chike, can you sort out this flyer, or can you do this this video? Cool. I need the money for this. Now, oh, 
What do you mean? Oh, <laughs> yeah. you're asking for a service and providing. Yeah, I don't have that amount of money. But this is this is normal money. Yeah. yeah, but can I get a discount? Why do you why why must I give you a discount? I don't yeah. know you like that. What right. discount am I giving you? And like this is what always happens. Like a lot of them don't want to pay for the quality that they want. Within the urban within the urban within sector, the urban yeah. sector. Like a lot of people don't think websites cost three hundred pounds. This is true. Websites don't cost three hundred pounds. Mm. But a lot of people do at websites for hundred pounds because they're scared to tell another another person in that industry, look, this co- this is gonna cost you about a grand. Mm. What do you mean a grand? My man can do it for me for like no, do you know what? I'll do it myself. It's not that hard. Yeah. How hard is it? People how don't appreciate how hard can it be? Like yeah. people don't appreciate the quality sometimes and then they just or they just dilly dally, mm. oh, I don't have the money now. But you said you had the money now. Yeah, but I don't have it. So now I'm at a disadvantage because of you. I'm, that doesn't help me. Mm-hmm. Like I need to work in a place where putting my invoice, I know I'm getting my money. Mm-hmm. Because I need to live as well. It's true. Like I need to live. And it, it hurts me because I would love, I want to do stuff for urban people or for, for your own people, yeah. for my own people. But I need to know that if I'm, do, if I'm putting money into something or if I'm putting my time from putting something in something mm. into this community, I need to know that it's not going to be looked past. It's, it's going to be appreciated yeah. and it's going to be taken professionally as much as I am being professional. Do you think that those outside of the urban sector as such yeah. appreciate you, your talent, your skill set more than those within it? I feel like... So let put, let's put it into into black and white context. Yeah, literally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. do you think when you've worked freelance and you've worked for white clients, yeah, and you've worked for, you know, black, black clients, client. who has appreciated your skill set and your talent and your time more and remunerated you, as you'd expect? I think all right. So I feel like with white corporate companies, they understand. If we need something, it's going to cost money. Mm. And they're not afraid to to give that money mm. as long as whatever's done is done mm. and it's done at the time possible. Mm. Money don't discriminate. Yeah, basically. Last year comes Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like with black people, they don't want to spend money. Not to typecast them, but yeah, generally. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, not to typecast, but in the sense where when it comes to some situations, they mm. feel like, it doesn't deserve the amount of money yeah. that it should be given. So if I'm trying to give you a quality quality product, mm. a lot of times they feel like, but my man can do it for fifty pounds. Yeah. So why are you charging me three hundred? Because I do a better quality mm. than my man that does it for fifty pounds. Yeah. This is why you're coming to me because yeah. you said you like my quality. So because you like my quality, it's going to cost you this much. Yeah. Alright, cool, I'm going to go to the next man because he does £50. Cool, do it. But if he doesn't do it to my quality, then that's, that's your choice. That's your choice. Yeah. And like, for me, that's that's how I see it. So it's like, if I'm charging you a certain price, I'm not trying to take the piss out of you. Mm. I'm trying to live. But a lot of times it's, nah, I can't do that. Nah, I can't do that. They can. Mm. They definitely can. They don't want to do it. Yeah, they don't want to pay up. Yes. 
And I think, do you know what? Mine's probably one of my biggest gripes with other urban young people as well. Yeah. In a sense where they want to be paid, but there's an entitlement to pay. Mm-hmm. And this is from the flip side mm. of um, so me as a client rather than the skill set person, for yeah. example, right? The service, for example. Mm. So on the flip side, it's like there's young people that will be like, oh, um, I expect to be paid. Cool. I've got no trouble with that. Mm-hmm. But then there's comes with what that payment is now a transaction. Yeah. So now that it's a transaction, there's certain obligations you have now yes. as a client. Yes. So therefore, you need to meet those obligations. If I told yeah. you, okay, I've given you ample time. I've given you six weeks to deliver. Mm-hmm. I've given you 50% up front. Even sixty percent upfront sometimes, yeah, yeah. and I'll give you forty percent on delivery. Yeah, most people in corporate world don't even get that. Sometimes they don't. They don't. They get they get a retainer at best, which yeah. is not even a percentage of fifty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's true. Do you know what I mean? So if I'm giving you that, I'm giving you the respect of your skill and your talent, but then you're not reciprocating that by delivering. Yeah. So what you've done ultimately shown in my eyes, you're not capable. You're not capable. Yeah. So. And I think what one people, particularly young people, fail to realise, you can do as much as you want on social media, you can do as much as you want and posting on Instagram. Word of mouth? Is one of the most powerful ways. This is what I'm saying. If you deliver for me, and people see that, they're going to be like, who did that? Yeah. Right? I could put your credit on the the video, they're still going to ask me who did it. And if I give them that recommendation and being like, yeah, my man or my girl delivered, Mm. Go to them. Yeah. They're going to come to you. Do you know what I mean? It's all about... Not necessarily... It's meeting, the, meeting expectation to us. I know it's ironic that we spoke about expectation earlier in a different context. Yeah, but then... Because the, money is being given... There is an expectation. There's now. definitely an expectation. Yeah. yeah. And like we were talking about, when we were yeah. saying you don't expect... This is just in a, sense, in a general yeah. aspect of stuff. Yeah. Like when... When, when there's nothing, when, when there's nothing exchanged, there should be no expectation. Def- yeah, there you go. When there's something exchanged, you are then therefore creating an expectation. Yeah, and therefore that expectation becomes your measurement of your service. Yeah, and that's why a lot of times I don't like when I do something for my friend, I let them know either it's a favor mm. or pay me, mm. because sometimes I can't, I don't have the time to do it. For like, um, make it meet a deadline, mm-hmm. and so because of that, I might do it for free mm-hmm. because I need to let you know that there's certain deadlines I can't meet mm-hmm. for me to even ask for the money. Yeah. So because of that, I'm gonna do it for free, yeah. but I'm also going to tell you, listen, this is why I'm doing it for free for yeah. you because it's a favor, not because you owe. Like, I don't want you to owe me. I'm just doing it because I'm your friend and you asked me to do something. Yeah. Yeah. If it comes with money. That means you can tell me a deadline, mm-hmm. you can tell me everything because you're giving me money now. So now it's a transaction mm-hmm. and I have to meet that transaction. I have to meet that transaction my way. So I treat two, I treat them totally different. Yeah. And I treat them differently to keep friendships. Because a lot of times when you, when money is involved in friendships, they can go very, very sour. Easy, very quickly. And very quickly. I'm not here. I, I keep my friendships very, very close to me. So I don't want... It to be like, yeah, my man owes me money. That's why we're not friends anymore. Yeah. That's that's mad for me. So kind of touching on the whole thing of like working for the urban sector, mm. or like working for quintessentially 
black people and ethnic minorities yeah, to put it, to put it bluntly. Yeah, yeah. Young people of those brackets as well. What do you think is the key thing that lets them down? And what do you think the key thing is their strength that they don't even realise? I think everyone younger than me, right? I'm I'm like in I'm like on my fourth anniversary of being twenty one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. I hear that. So um, I'm 21 plus four, you see. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, so we're yeah, around the yeah, same yeah, time. Yeah, 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 around the same time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So like, I've got and I've got a nephew that's younger than me, 18. Um. Yeah. Like. Yeah, he's 18, and um. I've seen people in his generation, and they're amazing. Mm. Well, what they think of and what they do and what they put together yeah. is amazing. Like. I think I'm good at stuff, yeah. yeah. But what I see them do, I'm thinking, Bridget, like you're like they're so smart. It's true. And um, <clears throat> now nowadays, everything is more accessible to them for them to be heard, for them to be seen. Yeah. And because of that, they need to utilize it, and they need to mix the hard work with the talent that they. But got. they need to do it with responsibility as well, because I feel like. They've got the platform to have their voice heard. And it's not necessarily the loudest voice mm. or the most wreck voice. Like, I think there's too many reckless young voices. Yeah, yeah. I see it. Yeah. You see it. I've seen it on YouTube and I've seen all these youths you talking yeah. about... Yeah, like they're going around trying to do these things and it's like, Bridget, you're embarrassing yourself and you're going to look at that when you're older and you're going to think, Bridget, what have I done? The maddest thing is that you take away... You strip away what they're talking about. You strip away the content. Some of them videos are pretty, not badly edited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and you're decent. thinking, Mayu, you've got skills here mm. and you're using them wrong. Yeah. Like yeah, you're using yeah. them for the wrong purpose. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're stacking your views and whatnot, but you're doing them with insincere and disingenuous reasons. Yeah. And remember I was saying to you, like a lot of people on YouTube now yeah. are doing stuff because ah uh, now nah, maybe bare peas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That those are the kind of situations mm. I'm talking about where it's like they're just doing whatever they feel like they want to do. So you feel like a lot of young people have the wrong motivations. Yes. Okay. Yes, like, and I think they have the wrong. I, I also feel like they need to be mentored a lot. It's funny you touching that because um I went to um one of my young G's like she's she's seventeen. And like she's kind of like my protege, like my like I mentor her mm. in a in an unofficial capacity. Mm. Like I'm a first point of contact for anything business and whatnot. Yeah. And she had like a business tool yesterday in Dawson. Mm. And it's like she's gravitated so much to the advice that I give her. She'll be like, Oh, what should I price it at? What mm. should I price these t shirts? We basically made all these um Black Lives Matter t shirts, mm. you know, she's made the designs. I hope to kind of digitalize them and whatnot. Okay. You know. I think that mentor scheme and having that kind of mentor network, she's benefited so much from it now where she's not only got a product that she sourced herself, mm. she found her own printer. I just told her where to go find the printer. Yeah, yeah. She put the money up herself so she learned risk. Okay, she yeah. was scared about how much money to spend and I was like, this is your benchmark. Yeah. So she had guidance. And yeah. it's like, all those little things meant that when she did present her stool at Dawson, she made it make thousands of sales or even hundreds of sales. But mm. that first sale brought so much joy on her face yeah it was like the spark of something new yeah and yeah. it gave her that motivation to be like i'm capable mm. 17 years old yeah. do you know what i mean 17 year old girl who 
had the aspirations of wanting to do something genuine. Mm. Black Lives Matter, she wanted to make things that were ethnocentric, mm. you know, like Selassie braids and whatnot, mm-hmm. these kind of things. But her having that kind of mentorship for me, I'm not an Alan Sugar, I'm not Richard Branson, but the fact that I she, she looked up to my experience and my background, she was able to benefit from that. So it's mm. right that you say that a lot of these young people don't have mentors, and I mm. feel like maybe us 21 plus 4-year-olds yeah, need yeah, yeah. to be more of that. Of course. Like, listen, I'm... Like I was, I'm going to refer back to my nephew. Yeah. Like I've got a niece and nephew all both around the same age. And, like, what they do, what they, the force that they come up with, I'm thinking, that like, I probably do think about it in their <laughs> age as well. But the fact is, there's more accessibility for them yeah. now than there was for me. Because we, we were the last generation to yeah. not experience the internet. Yes. Yes. That's yes. exactly it. Yes. Like, we, we didn't, grow up we had to teach ourselves how to type yeah and not look mm-hmm. like i i remember looking seeing a cd teaching you where to put your hands on the keyboard to type yeah. emerson taught me though yeah well yeah yeah <laughs> like, after that then obviously, yeah, emerson. but um like for me like these kids they're this is the internet generation yeah. for them and they understand 100%. how to maneuver the web so much mm-hmm. easier than we do they've got it easier for them so then the accessibility that they've got is crazy, but then they need, like you said, the responsibility is also another thing. So that's why I'm telling my nephew, because he's trying to do a blog, mm. fashion blog. Mm. And like he came to me, and I, I don't know blogging, but he just feels like, all right. You're like, someone I can turn to. Yeah, someone mm. I can turn to. And he's spoken to me because he wanted me to take pictures for him. Mm. And um, the, first, the first shoot that he did, he was so unorganised. I was like, I'm not doing it for you. Mm. and he got angry at me he was like no but I asked you I asked you I was like listen yeah as much as you asked me to do this you didn't move in a certain way for me to take it seriously and to and, deliver yeah and to deliver and, and yes I'm your uncle but at the same time you can't just expect yeah. me to just drop everything and help you if you're not moving in a certain way mm. like as much as I've got you I've got you but you also need to understand how to how to move on your own two feet because you're not a child mm. you're getting older and you need to understand how to do this stuff by yourself because essentially you I don't want you to want need me I want you to um, like utilize all the people around you that are mm. just that are just amazing do you know what I mean yeah that's true but um, I think at the same time you're saying in terms of I want you to do things by yourself yeah I think sometimes we fall into that trap because we had we to had do to things do by ourselves. ourselves. Yeah, 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 no, 100%. Something. And after that, that was a conversation. I was frustrated and angry because of how mm. he did it and yeah, then he yeah. dropped it on me. But I ended up doing it for him. Yeah, yeah. And I told him that, listen, yeah, if you want to be taken seriously, when you, when you want to give someone an idea, you ask someone to do something for you, you don't want to waste their time because they're not going to want to do anything for you anymore. Mm-hmm. You need to make sure you've got everything sorted out, yeah, so that you can talk to them and be like, yeah, I've got this. When is it? He said, do I need this? There, there. Yeah. Everything's sorted so they just feel like, cool, I can just come and do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. The next time he had a shoot, he told me two months in advance and he's like, yeah, I've got this. He asked me, what do I need? What do I need? And I, and I was happy to know that he's not just trying to do this off the whim. Exactly. Things didn't go as well as he expected it to, mm. but I was more proud of him because he was like, he was like, yeah, people dropped out. I'm like, that's not your fault. 
you know I mean? You can't you, control other you people. Can't control Disappointments people. are given. Yeah. And, but at the same time, it, this wasn't your fault. This mm. was their fault. Yeah. And it's a disappointment and you'll get over it. But I'm happy to know that you took the right procedures into making sure this stuff happens mm -hmm. as opposed to, oh, yeah, my uncle can take pictures so he can just do it for me. Yeah, man's got that link still. Yeah, know, like, yeah. I, I don't want you to work for every link or everything that you've mm -hmm. got, I need you to work for. And over-appreciate it. And over-appreciate it because there's only so much I can do. Mm -hmm. Like, I would love to help you, but at the same time, I don't ever want to put my name to someone, especially if you're family, and then you embarrass me. Yep, definitely. Yeah, I've got a cousin, I've got a nephew that does this, he does this, and then you show up and you, or you don't show up on time. That makes me look bad, yeah. and then I can't say I've got a cousin, I've got a nephew that does this, mm -hmm. because I'm scared to to big you up just in case you let me down again. And then you get then then you get that 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 return of like, how come you don't bring me? Yes. Da, 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 like, exactly. Oh, I thought you was in this that the other. Why don't you bring? Do you know what I hate bringings? I yeah, hate that no, no, concept. I hate it. I hate it as well. I hate bringing as, well. as a concept because it's like, fam, why don't you bring me? Everyone wants to be brought in. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. But at the same time, like, if I see you doing something for yourself and I know that I can help you, mm. you won't have to ask me to bring you in because mm -hmm. I'll naturally do I it anyway. Just do it. If I know, yeah, that you're working in X, you, you did this degree and I know someone that can get you this job. Mm. I'll present it to you anyway, off yeah. the whim on my back. Yes, yeah, you don't need to ask me. Don't be asking me to bring and be like, oh, yeah, then I have to say, oh, yeah, I got you, and then I ain't really got you. Nah, nah, because this yeah. is the thing, I'm not... This, that, for instance, like, the whole thing, you, I don't owe anyone anything. Mm. If I'm doing something for you, I'm not doing it for you to say, yeah, I owe you. I don't want it, I don't even care. I'm doing it because I'm trying to help you out because that is in my best yeah, interest. Literally, I don't want to be in debt to anyone. I don't want anyone to be in debt to me. Yeah, like I don't wanna. I don't want. I wanna know that if as much as you're talking about expectations, at the same time, I do stuff. My I do stuff hoping that because I'm 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 very nice, people mm -hmm. be nice to me back. Mm -hmm. Like I'm nice to people, so they can be nice to me back. As much as not everyone's nice to you. And everyone's got their self-interest at heart. Mm. All I can do is ask, can you do me, can you do a favour for me? Yeah. If you say no, cool. Doesn't mean I'm never going to do anything yeah, for you. Just means, cool, I'll, like you said, no. Mm. But at the same time, it's that whole, like, I want to do something for you, knowing that it's off the love of what you're doing and I appreciate what you're doing. When we're talking about them kind of stuff, we're also talking about, like, when people ask for support, like, bring-ins mm. and people ask yeah, can you support my stuff? Mm. So that's something that's very, very, like, technical or techie to me because, like, I only want to support stuff that I like. Yeah. And for me, I've got a lot of friends that are doing amazing things and I might not understand what they're doing mm. or I might not get it or I might just not like it. But I can't support it if I don't like it. Yeah. And it might sound harsh, it might sound bad, but... I want to know if I'm supporting something, I'm doing it to the best of my ability. Like yeah, That means I'm throwing it everywhere. Mm -hmm. If I don't like it, I can't throw it everywhere. Yeah. I want to be very half-hearted. And I wouldn't want someone to be half-hearted with me. No, if, my, if my friends, if I show something to my friend, no, my friends support me, I'm not going to hate them. I'm yeah. just going to be like, oh, okay, cool. But if someone shows me that support, it's like, cool, that someone likes it. Let me cater Let me to focus that person. On them, kind of and if that person makes it in a bigger thing, then cool. Or if that person and more other people 
start liking it, then I'll cater it to all of them yeah. and just leave my friend. They get it later on, they get it later on. Yeah. But essentially, I want someone to appreciate me for, or appreciate my product for what it is. In a genuine to, manner. In yeah. a genuine manner, yeah. as opposed to, yeah, I'm I doing it. Cause, yeah, because yeah. you don't have to do it. Yeah, no, it's true. I think, like, I've held events, I've done things, and some friends have turned up and others haven't. Mm. And they're like, oh, sorry, bro, like, sorry, I couldn't go. And I'm like, it's no drama. Mm. It's the same way I treat my birthdays. Mm -hmm. If you come, it's all love. If you don't, it's no drama. Mm -hmm. And that's how you just gotta keep it with support. Yeah. You're not intact. There's that. I think in this, I think particularly with those that come from particular backgrounds, there's this emphasis on supporting your own. Yeah. And that, based yeah. on racial lines, yeah. you must support each other. Yeah. Which is a very very sincere sentiment to have. And yeah. granted, you should sure. try to do the utmost as you can. Of course. No. No. I agree. I but agree. in the same breath. You know, quality is quality. Quality is quality. Do you know what I mean? I can't support everything and everything just because you're the same skin colour as me. I got to look at it with my own personal lens. Yes. Because, yes, I'm an Asian man, but at the same time, I'm a person. Yes. Yeah. And that person is defined not by my race, but my my, my character, okay. my values, my yeah. and etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I look at something and it doesn't resonate with me, out of courtesy, I may give you a young retweet. Double tap mm -hmm. your like your picture, but yeah. for me to be evangelical and be an advocate of your product, you gotta give me to be something to be really believing. Let me believe yes. the dream. Yes, let me believe the dream. There you go. Like I don't ever want anyone to. If I do something like say that I put out a vlog, mm -hmm. or say that I start like putting out videos or start like, or even like photography, mm -hmm. like I don't want people to just do it because they feel like they have to. Yeah. If you do it, if you feel like I have to, don't do it. Don't even, don't, don't, you don't even need to mention it. Mm. Like, do it because you love it. Mm. Because that's what I care for. I'm well, not even doing if it's it. a thing you like some aspects of it, and there's other aspects you don't, and you push it for the aspects you do like, and in private you tell me about the that things you don't fine. like. That is I'm fine. I'm wholly happy with that. I don't want, if you genuinely don't like it, and there's not an aspect you feel like you can like about it, don't, don't. Because don't. you're just putting negative don't. energy into this world. Yeah, it's true. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, um, yeah, that's that's how I feel with like a lot of things. And yeah. I get I get so much, like I get attacked by friends about it and stuff like that. Mm. But at the end of the day, that's just how I feel. No, I and mean. like, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a mad one. It's so a mad what have you got plans with these, these things? That you, you've got these visions, you've got these ideas. Dream. What are you expecting from yourself? Or not even expecting well, from yourself, expecting. or like, I'm what do you foresee for yourself? I'm expecting a higher volume of dope shit. And what kind of dope so, shit? So like, uh, I sound like calling and stuff like that. I so said like, that on purpose. Yeah, like, I feel like that. <laughs> but, um, no, like, for instance, I had an idea, of one idea of a life in the day. And um, it's me vlogging and just going about my life mm -hmm. when I'm doing like cool stuff. Mm. and just talking because um, I think I'm doing it for myself personally therapy. yeah so it's like therapy yeah it's therapy it's it's a sense of um, I want like, to actually document my life mm. and I enjoy my life and I, there's so much aspects that I want to share with the mm. world and there's like so much parts of it just like having fun times busting jokes certain debates that I have mm. around my friends I I want to I want to look back at it, and I want mm. other people to look back at it. Yeah, that's true. Um, 
yeah, that's one thing. I want to do a lot more conceptual photography. Like, a lot of these stuff I want to do is for myself. Yeah, and as you should. Yeah, and because I think they look cool, but I also feel like a lot of people would like them. Of course. And so, yeah, so, like, conceptual photography. Like, I've got some ideas. Um, and I want to start helping, like, creative marketing. Okay. So... So as an agency or yeah, that's that's like the biggest dream. Tag your agency. Like a creative marketing agency. Okay. Where like people come to me, or come to my agency with like a project and be like, I don't know how to market this in yeah. a creative way. Because yeah. I don't know the analytics, but I just know visuals. You know and the dope shit. Yeah. And you know it. And I know that if we're doing a product on jewelry, I think it would be dope to do to market it like this, and mm. let's see how it works. Um. If we're doing music, if you're, if you're a musician, I think your next album, you should do it like this, see yeah. how it works, and just keep with the theme. If you're doing fashion, I feel like your next collection should be marketed like this, and let's see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, I'm talking to some people, and hopefully trying to get stuff popping with those people. All in, due, all in due time. I hope you do, because I feel like, even with some of the photography you've done, that you've posted here, there, mm. you know, when you was in that kind of space where you were posting things because you thought it was cool. Yeah, yeah. It was cool and it was dope. Like, yeah. it got that Appreciate kind of... Do you know what I mean? It's like, I'm not saying that because I'm even... Yeah, yeah, Got yeah. you I'm, on the no, podcast, but like... Really. Yeah, I think it's always good for you to kind of flex those creative things because even when you was doing videography, you never boasted about it, but it was quality visuals, mm. you know? And I fact, the, the more you hone and, hone and, you know, sharpen your craft, the better you feel about yourself as well. Yeah, that you know? 100%. Like, yeah, I've, when I was, I, I really, really fell out of love with like, the whole media thing, everything yeah. about it. Like, I fell out of love with life at one point. Yeah, yeah, same. You know, like, not, not in a suicidal sense, yeah, but like, yeah, I fell out of love with life. Yeah, no, I, I, that's, what, that's how I felt. Like, didn't want to do photography, didn't want to do, because also one thing that really, really, when I was younger, it, it really got to me is that people saw, but they just don't, they don't say, they don't, they don't acknowledge. Mm. Like, at, not, at least at not, if I'm posting something, acknowledge that you saw it. <laughs> don't, don't come up to me in next, the next couple of days you see me and be like, no, I see what you're doing, it's big. No, because you didn't like it. And I knew, like, that was the thing that used to get to me, innit? Yeah. But now it's more just like, like you're saying, like, so I guess some people do like my stuff. Yeah. And I've been told that some of my stuff look cool. So just do it. Yeah, just do it. And um, I think the less you try to measure yourself by the analytics and you just measure yourself against how happy you feel. Yeah. You know, because happiness doesn't have a limit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So happiness is in abundance. So if you can just measure you on how happy what you're doing makes you feel, you'll forget about the analytics. You'll forget about the likes, the plays, the views, mm. the retweets. And you'll just be like, cool, those X amount of people that did do it, love to them. But there's people that listen to things and watch your things. Yeah. You won't even know. Because yeah. they do it in silence. They do because it in silence. Because there's, so many, there's so many people that clap in silence. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You know? Yeah, they, the, the claps only get louder when, when the there's an audience. Listen, yeah. when, when there's an audience, everyone wants to get involved and clap. But no one wants to be the first person to clap. Yes. And no one wants to be the last person to clap yes. either. Yes. That's, that was that used to frustrate <laughs> me. And then it frustrated me to a point where I ended up becoming that person. 
Yeah. So then it was just like, I used to hate them people, but right now I'm watching their people's stuff and I'm not saying, nah, you're sick at what you're doing. You just have to reach out. Yeah. Like, reach out. Do you know, praise is a very strong commodity. And it's amazing how far praising someone can go. Can go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Even, like, esteem-wise, like, there's someone you can just be like, you know, I rate what you're doing. Mm. You ain't got to have an extended conversation. You ain't even got to be like, oh, let's link up, let's yeah. make moves. Like. Yeah, the, thing, the scary thing about that, though, is that, especially if you appreciate something that a girl does, they think that you're the moving to them. Yeah. It's like, this no, what true. you're doing is sick. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Right, like, alright, cool, alright. Yeah. I said what I needed to say, but let's keep it. Moving. Yeah, let's keep yeah. it moving. Like, I've had that bad times. I used because I used to be like, yeah. "What you're doing is sick," and then people used to move too bougie, to yeah. me, or they used to think that I'm moving to them. Nah, bitch. Nah, just it's keep it moving. But we'll see what you're doing. I'm very keen to see what you do. And yeah, I'm, man. Again, no time frame. Usually, I end these podcasts and say in twelve to eighteen months' time, we'll see where you're at. Mm. But I know how you're like because you're like how I was like. Mm. But I'm, I still am to be fair. Yeah. So when we see it, we see it, very, and we we'll share it when we share it. Very very alike. But no, thanks for having me on this one. I Jam. think it's we always have a good conversation. That's the yeah. one reason why I wanted to come up on here. No, I'm glad. It's been dope. You know, we'll have another one. We'll have a catch up. Yeah. When it comes, it comes, and then next time we'll have another dope conversation because Cheeky only does dope shit. That's why it's on this podcast. Yeah. That's why I get that's why I get that call yeah. Add me on MySpace. <laughs> add me on Black Chat. On Bebo. And Bebo. High five. High f- you know, my, my, you know, you know, Pixel don't exist anyway, yeah, but you can still find me on this. Still, yeah, because you know. Me. But yeah, that's another episode of Finding Your Forte. And as always, find your forte, live your forte, and love your forte. Find your forte. Live your forte.